0: think alike and uh we both we we both had it at uh at our own times without without seeing it from each other all right that's all the time we have thank you very much for listening to the daily sports report here at 88.3 wcbn fm ann arbor thank you very much to lucas vargas thanks for nothing jeremy parks <laughs> my name is nick hornberg stay warm everybody and go blue Well, uh, good evening. It is just stopped snowing here in Ann Arbor. Kind of blowing around. Uh, you are listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Welcome to another edition of Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. And I'm Jim Dwyer. And yeah, it's you know, the winter. A couple of days, it's supposed to be brutal. So uh, my advice is get outside tonight while the roads are kind of deserted. It's quiet. There's a great uh, ending of uh, The Dead in uh, James Joyce's Dubliners. Oh, right, on the snowy night. About the snow coming down and creating this peace and serenity in Dublin. Yeah, there's a a nice
1: hush in the air with the snowfall, and it's actually not very cold out at all. A little slippery, though, and uh, so... Give yourself extra time to get where you need to go and if you're going. we didn't
0: quite get as much snow as some areas, but yeah, Wednesday sounds like it's going to be brutal, so that's the day you got to bundle up and put on an extra sweater and... Or just stay home. Stay home and if, listen to WCBN. That's right, if you've got that option. Uh, of course, Donald Trump is bundled up in the White House. I'm being held hostage. <sighs> Whatever.
1: Did you say bundled up yeah. or bungled up? He's
0: bungled up. He's... Uh, <laughs> He's created a mess for himself. Um, I don't know whether the government's going to be shut down in three weeks. I think that would be a total disaster for the, the, the Trumpster unit.
1: Well, I don't think that—I <laughs> think there's enough Republicans who are like, nah, no, 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 nah, not not another again. time. And, and actually, quickly on that note, uh, Mitch McConnell, uh, his whimsically yokel-esque B.S., quip about, uh, will it happen again? I was like, well, do you do, you don't learn twice from getting kicked in the head by a mule. Something to that effect. I'm paraphrasing. I mm-hmm. can't be as whimsically yokel-esque as Mitch McConnell can. Uh, but uh, who's he trying to kid with that? I mean, he's been getting kicked in the head by Donald Trump all along the way.
0: Well, and that's one of the problems is that this uh, framing of the issue by the media is 100% incorrect. This is really a budget debate, not a wall debate. The wall is just an issue about a very complicated problem involving um, immigration, illegal immigration, border security. Yeah, and to the extent that it's even about the
1: wall itself, I mean, that's just sort of a totemistic icon that sort of represents symbolically something for the Trump base. It's a chant. Yeah, it's this sort of fix-e-day.
0: And and Michael Bennett, the senator from Colorado, made a great point in the debate last week. He said, why are we—the government is shut down because Donald Trump can't keep a campaign promise. This is insane. And, of course, it is insane. Um, The problem at the border, by the way, is, is asylum. It's not illegal immigration, per se. Illegal immigration has come down quite a bit. And we should remember that this government shutdown was created by the Republican Party. Paul Ryan was Speaker of the House. Mitch McConnell was the uh, Senate Majority Leader. Uh, They passed a voice bill to keep the government open, Uh, the Senate, that is. And Paul Ryan decided to muck everything up on his way out of town. So the chronology is all wrong here. They're trying to drag Nancy Pelosi into the controversy when she's more or less done his her job and this you know the political gamesmanship whatever she graciously didn't stomp on donald trump's grave she said well we're going to keep talking for another couple of weeks and hopefully something will happen um you know kamala harris yesterday had a rally in oakland california announcing her uh Officially, that she was running for president. And she had a great, a couple of great comments about the wall. She said that it's a medieval vanity project. And then when she said, We have children in cages crying for their mothers and fathers. Don't you dare call that border security. That's a human rights abuse. Now, those are strong words, but she's right on the money. Well, and the human
1: rights abuse issue is really at heart uh, beneath the refugee crisis, indeed. And now with you know an increasingly destabilized Venezuela, oh, gee. There will be several million refugees generated from this new crisis.
0: And how ironic that there are Republicans in Florida trying to allow uh, Venezuelans in under temporary refugee yeah. status.
1: Maybe they can get jobs at Mar-a-Lago.
0: You know, it's it's sort yeah exactly. It's <laughs> uh, apparently there's a breaking story that the Trump administration, they're not the Trump administration, the Trump organization, the official complicated corporate. Uh, Just machinations of of shell corporations and all sorts of fraud and tomfoolery um, openly hired illegal immigrants and exploited their status to pay them off the books, to uh, make them work jobs they didn't want to work, and and abuse.
1: Right, exactly. But the fact that now they have fired them because of the way in which the wall debacle debate Debate debacle uh, has played out is just classic ineptitude from Trump. Anything Trump organization is like, oh, these documents had been on file. Some of them go as far back as 2005. They could have been scrutinized at any time and have been discovered to be, oh, these are not legitimate working papers. But only just now they did it so that they can make
0: a clean breast of it. Yeah. And obviously Trump capitulated on uh What we have here is a failure to legislate. Well, he capitulated on Friday because of the mounting problems. We have sweet and low Wilbur Ross making bizarre comments. Donald Trump's daughter-in-law. We have uh, obvious airport problems starting to mount on the East Coast. That was on Friday. And, of course, we've got Roger Stone. uh, Who's got a tattoo of Richard Nixon on his back. Yeah,
1: um, he may want to get another one a little lower down. He can get a prison tramp stamp. He's flashing of, the V signs and acting Nixon.
0: like a moron that he is. Or checkers. I've been reading a book over the last week called House of Trump, House of Putin, the untold story of Donald Trump and the Russian mafia. In it, there is a photograph from the 1980s featuring uh, Roger Stone with who else? Paul Manafort, Paul and, Manafort, and I think also Lee Atwater. Lee Atwater that's is right. in that photo. This particular photo, uh, photograph. Talk about the Three Stooges. Cropped him out, but uh, yeah. that's okay. Lee Atwater has passed away, and most people have forgotten him. But there is also a photograph of uh, Ivanka Trump at the uh, Republican Convention in Cleveland um, in 2016. Donald is over her shoulder. This is when she gave the keynote speech to her immediate right, Rick Gates. To her immediate left, Paul Manafort. Uh this is the the stuff of of Donald Trump. And let's not delude ourselves about Roger Stone. You know, he's an old member of the um the rat screwers from the Nixon era. Uh he, he came worked-
1: late to that party but it has been an enthusiastic enthusiastic uh and even zealous uh participant in those kinds of political chicanery and dirty tricks
0: dirty tricks and just a little quote from the book here this book is written by the way by Greg Unger a top notch investigative uh uh journalist who does a lot of freelance stuff and is work you know works for reputable um <clears throat> publications and uh, it's it's fascinating. Boyhood friends who learned their craft at the feet of Richard Nixon and Roy Cohn. Manafort and Stone had put together the hottest lobbying shop in Washington. Their firm had played a vital role in the 1980 election of Ronald Reagan. Their first client after Reagan's election had been Donald Trump, who retained them to help with federal issues such as getting permits to dredge the channel to Atlantic City uh, Marina to make room for Trump's yacht, the Trump princess. I mean, that's classic, and this is when Trump is in the casino business. They were a PR firm. Uh, They worked uh, on behalf of numerous right-wing dictators. Here's a list. Saddam Hussein. Nicholas Ceausescu. Mobutu Sisoko. Fernando Marcos. I mean, this guy is... The best people. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? They need PR work in Washington to uh, burnish their image? Of course, anti-communism back then was what it was all about. But it occurred to me as I was reading a bizarre thing from the August uh, edition of... Uh, the Funny Times, this item from Germany struck me as probably exactly what's going on in the White House as we speak. It says police in Laura Rock, Germany, responded to complaints about a domestic disturbance after a neighbor reported a loud confrontation that had been going on for some time. But when they arrived, they found a 22-year-old man arguing with his girlfriend's parrot. According to the Metro News, the parrot had been barking like a dog. And the man became annoyed with it. No charges have been filed. So I can picture Donald Trump with Jared Kushner, Prince Charming, the man for all seasons, the friends of the Saudis, negotiator on immigration... Trump allegedly demanded options. I don't give me some options. How can I get out of this corner that I've painted myself in into? But I was imagining Donald Trump over the weekend coming up with a new theme song. Iggy Pops I Wanna Be Your Dog. Dedicated to Nancy Pelosi. So well, here here we have a par- a a parrot barking like a dog. That's great,
1: well, in many One ways can only uh, uh,
0: remember the infamous Monty python yeah uh,
1: <laughs> that's an ex parrot uh Trump's rhetorical styling is something like the iterations of a parrot yeah you know there's no real thought <laughs> there or limited thought. let's say let's be generous to parrots uh-huh. <laughs> Mostly it's recitation and sort of learned through repetition. Uh, just like that wall. Got to talk about that wall. There's uh-huh. no way to synthesize a complex material into a matter that he can articulate unless you put it in the form of something simple and stupid like a wall.
0: I'm building a wall. wall. I'm building a wall. Build the wall. And, of course, that's become a uh, campaign refrain at his rallies. And if Trump would, would had worked more on the immigration problem in reality... Rather than doing all this campaigning, he might actually have some results. But My sense is that Donald Trump doesn't understand how the government actually works. Um, And then he realized sometime in late November, oh, Nancy Pelosi's taking over control of the House of Representatives in six weeks. I got to get that wall built. I got to start talking about the wall again. Uh, And, of course, it's interesting. Last week, uh, it's been reported by Maggie Haberman. And Annie Carney that Donald Trump met last week with a delegation of hard right activists led by Ginny Thomas, the wife of Justice Clarence Thomas of the Supreme Court, listening quietly as members of the group denounced transgender people and women serving in the military, according to three people with direct knowledge of the events. That must have been an impressive uh, Counseling session.
1: Apparently, even uh, Senior Clown Pants was, quote-unquote, taken aback by the severity of their positions regarding transgender people in the military and gay marriage.
0: And women in the military, no less. Uh, They're trying, I think, having seen that the Supreme Court has temporarily permitted Trump to uh, implement this transgender policy, this discrimination policy. That we'll go for more. We'll get the we'll go back to the good old days.
1: Maybe the thought was, oh, Trump buckles in the face of a powerful, articulate woman. Nancy Pelosi just wiped up the floor with him. Send some right wing women in there now at this crucial juncture. And, yeah. you know, he buckled under Ann Coulter's skeletal glare. Um, Who's calling him a wimp now. <laughs> in fact, she uh, said something about H.W. Uh, Bush no longer being the wimpiest president.
0: Trump is about to be defriended on Twitter. What what a tragedy! It's a personal setback. We must have a a funeral procession to uh, deal with this, and uh, well, maybe a military parade. Um, But you know, who wants to join the military now? You're going to be guarding uh, New Mexico from jackals that might be crossing through the desert for God knows how long for god knows they're still out long. there. I mean they're still there. And of course, you know, Trump is threatening to invoke the emergency powers. It's like, "Well, go ahead." Uh apparently he's forgotten what happened to Truman uh when he attempted to seize control of the steel the mm. uh, steel uh, uh mills and uh during the Korean War when there was actually a war going on. When what uh Truman was demanding uh, in in at in front of the Supreme Court were quote war powers. Uh, that he thought he he had, there's no war. There's no emergency down there. There's a crisis of credibility in Washington, D.C. And Mitch McConnell should realize, I think, that his job is funding the government. That's what they're there to do. Now, you can have debates about these priorities whether we should spend money on this that and the other I mean look at look at the snow today in in uh, in our good city of Ann Arbor who's out there cleaning this, the mm-hmm. roads those are government workers of course they've been paid for working Trump you know he believes in slavery it's 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 ridiculous
1: well the ridiculous I mean you mentioned Wilbur Ross and their, you know why don't they get loans uh, but Trump's bizarre assertion that, well, you know, it's about a community thing where you you go to a grocery store and and they will they'll just, you know, they'll help you out. Like the grocery stores are now on the hook to give away free food to non non paid government employees, because that's how community. What the the hell is that? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, and and even some of his other arguments are ludicrous. I mean, obviously, America's got a, a. Substance abuse problems in certain areas, but most of the drug abuse in America is being caused by pharmaceuticals. Right, you know, and alcohol, legal drugs, people getting pills, you know, prescribed for quote back pain. Um, you know, two hundred thousand people have died uh, from opioid overdoses since, uh, um, the product was brought online, OxyContin. By the Purdue Pharmaceutical uh, Corporation. You know, know, obviously there are some drugs coming across the border, but I don't understand how the wall is going to stop the transport of drugs. Um, People climbing over walls. What was Steve King's famous quote about coming through the desert with calves the the (laughs) size of cantaloupes? Yeah. Like no, the drugs are coming in muscular
1: on, supermen on tr-
0: trucks. They're coming in on boats, boats
1: through harbors primarily. You
0: know what? Wh- what planet is Donald Trump on? And you know it's bizarre today. We we heard John Bolton, and I'm not going to defend Maduro in Venezuela uh, for a variety of reasons, but to claim that that their country we have to impose sanctions because of the fact that their resources are being looted— what about Russia's resources? What about all these characters in this book by Greg Unger explaining how Donald Trump sold most of his condo units uh, when he was in this uh, deep doo doo with his bankruptcy problems to Russian mafia people?
1: These are condo units in Florida and New York yeah. primarily, and
0: and so people and, paying well over market value yeah. cash. And, and these oligarchs are looting Russia you know that that's what's been going on for 20 years since we quote won the cold war the the victory in the cold war is that the russian uh kleptocracy is living in primarily new york florida and london and how ironic that we're watching this sort of dysfunctionality of the anglo-american empire so to speak in both Uh, London and Washington, London, of course, being the capital of Great Britain, uh, related to the Brexit. It's the same thing. People can't make decisions. They can't stick their neck out on the line uh, to do the right thing. Instead, they seek political victories, superficial victories in the media. And, of course, Rupert Murdoch has played an instrumental role disinformation role in both Great Britain and the United States in creating a lot of this uh, confusion because if anybody's confused it's the Fox News Network Donald Trump watches and gets his marching orders apparently from the talk show hosts on the Fox News Network along with Rush Limbaugh and uh, parrots that uh, bark like dogs
1: I think there's a couple of hosts on uh, various Fox programs that are little more than trained parrots. Uh, I sometimes wonder about that Sean Hannity character. Uh, I don't think he makes his own breakfast. I uh, doubt a basic competency uh, for that. And and the, the constant line from these talking heads on Fox and other Murdoch outlets are that, uh, oh, despite the fact... That there have been a number of guilty pleas, despite the fact that there have been an even bigger number of indictments. Uh, The Mueller investigation is a witch hunt and that, oh, there no collusion or conspiracy charges have been leveled yet. Therefore, there are none. Otherwise, wouldn't he have revealed that hand by now? Well, actually, probably tactically. No, I think that's the master stroke at the end. If it's there, you build to
0: that. You build to it. And you create the fact that these people that have been uh, either convicted or pled guilty are the highest-ranking Trump campaign officials there are. Right. The only people higher are Jared Kushner himself and Don Jr. Um, Manafort, of course, and, well, and Bannon. Bannon's uh, role is still a little unclear. He seems to have kind of come in at the end to mop up uh, the Manafort problems uh, that were starting to emerge in the media. Uh, Corey Lewandowski, of course, was the campaign manager when a lot of these uh, um, connections with uh, Trump campaign officials and Russian, uh, either intelligence operatives or mafia people, were being made getting the dirt on Hillary Clinton. Uh, Julian Assange's role remains a little unclear still, uh, though clearly WikiLeaks used the strategic dump.
1: Well, there's a report this afternoon that Acting Attorney General Matt Whitaker, also known as a Mr. Clean impersonator, um, has apparently announced that, oh, the Mueller investigation is nearly finished. But I don't understand the extent to which anything he says could be trusted.
0: Well, and Giuliani, Mr. Nosferatu himself had boldly predicted back in April that Mueller would be done by September. Uh, eh, Wrong. Uh, Look, there have been 34 convictions or indictments of uh, various uh, Russians and Americans. I think there are now eight top Trump officials implicated in this mess. And, of course, it's going to take Mueller a long time to figure out these complicated corporate shell Entities that Donald Trump created to uh, go for in in 1995, claiming that he lost nine hundred and nine million dollars.
1: I mean, the tentacles spread from as far afield as the back channel meeting with Qataris to Russia through the Seychelles meeting with Eric Prince to the infiltration efforts in the NRA here at home. So and they all, you know. Lead back to Russia. So these fall within the purview of Mueller's investigation.
0: And of course, creating this disinformation and confusion is the goal of Russian intelligence. Exactly. This is a long um, tactic of, of dating back to the Cheka uh, with Fe- Felix Dzerzhinsky. Uh, create confusion, create division. Donald Trump is either a knowing accomplice. Or a useful idiot in, in the operation. He's the one that's trying to bust up NATO. Now, good news. i you know, For the 28th time, I've heard that we're close to an, a peace agreement in Afghanistan. Well, let's hope so. Let's get out of Afghanistan. If Donald Trump pulls that off, I will congratulate him. That's long overdue. But let's face it. This announcement has been made 28 times. It's like the eminent trade deal with China. It's like Trump's bizarre claim a couple of weeks ago where he said, oh, Mexico's going to pay for the wall oh. through the trade deal that I've made. And it's like but the trade deal hasn't been ratified by anybody. The trade deal is a figment of your wall imagination. It's You may as well put it up on the Rio Grande border and keep illegals out with your trade deal because it's, frankly, a house of cards. Mexico and Canada have insisted that the tariffs on steel and aluminum have to be removed before there will be a trade deal. So at every turn, Donald Trump is losing. He's losing badly. There was a report last week about the uh, the outcomes in the judiciary uh, uh, regulatory um, disputes that are challenged mm-hmm. in court. Donald Trump is losing nine out of ten times. So it's not terribly uh, reassuring that his emergency decree about the border in a couple of weeks that may be his inevitable uh, fallback position because he's sort of hmm, negotiated himself into a corner yet again uh, because he just doesn't get it. Now, I don't know. Congress, in my opinion, needs to do their job, come up with a budget, uh, and come up with a, a, a tacit agreement that two-thirds of the Congress in both houses will pass the budget, right. make Trump veto it, and then see if you can override it, and reassert power under Article 1. Exactly. Why do we need Donald Trump running the show? He's incompetent. I mean, he can he tie his own shoes?
1: I don't know. I'm sure they have someone for that.
0: Nutter butters uh, are not good for your health. Uh, just to let you know that
1: you're uh, listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. We're coming up to the top of the hour, uh, at which point Yazoo City calling, takes the airwaves. Uh, roads are a little slick out there still, so it may be a few minutes until uh, Jerry Mack gets settled in. He's on his way here, no doubt. Uh, so stay tuned for the blues coming up after the program. Uh One thing I wanted to ask you about this week on the show uh, is this interesting sort of wrinkle that the House Intelligence Committee is unable so far to convene any investigations or even to turn over transcripts of previous testimony that they've heard to the Mueller committee uh, because Republicans have yet to fully seat their portion of the members on that committee. As I understand it, good old Devin in the pocket Nunez is the only Republican currently listed as having been placed on that committee. How long can they play this kind of dirty pool by short circuiting that committee's function by failing to seat people? Is there a point at which the House, uh, uh, Speaker of the House, can say, well, you're obviously foot dragging? We'll pick Republicans to fill those seats. How does that work? Do You know, yeah.
0: Well, it's it's one of those technical things, probably involving rules that I'm not absolutely sure about. But let's face it, obstructionism is a is a well known tactic uh, on all sorts of things. I mean, let's look at the DACA dispute. You know, it was Mitch McConnell who obstructed on DACA back in 2007 when George W. Bush tried to get some immigration reform moving. Mm-hmm. It was John Boehner, Speaker of the House, who automatically said, "Okay, uh, no, we're not going to have a vote at all. I don't care that the Senate finally came up with a gang of 14 or whatever it was, compromise deal to to move DACA forward. Um, So these are probably strategic uh, uh, tactics of some um, temporary uh, delay, delaying tactics, but it's probably related to a quorum. And I believe that the Democrats can have House Intelligence Committees without Republicans on the committee, because in fact there was a big uh, uh, threat uh, during the uh, Kavanaugh hearings. Um, Judge Kavanaugh to the rescue, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. <laughs> but but you know he he's he actually he's actually. Um, Issued a couple of interesting votes of his own. He seems to be a little more aligned with Judge Roberts yeah. than Neil Gorsuch. And if he turns out to be not quite as right wing as uh Ginny Thomas was hoping, <laughs> there's gonna be hell to pay in the Clarence Thomas household. That's <laughs> for sure. What what's going on here? I thought I thought the old saying about a politician is is uh an honest politician once bought stays bought. Well, that's maybe what this is about, but it doesn't s- seem very probable that the Republicans c- can hold out that long because at one point during the Kavanaugh hearings, the Democrats were threatening to walk out of the right. committee hearings. Uh-huh. And uh, Grassley, sort of the chairman of the committee, and by the way, they've switched that up. He's no longer the ranking uh He's no longer the chairman of the Judiciary Committee. It's Lindsey Grant. Right. <laughs> Golfing buddy. The, the, the Little man buddy. the man that can't figure out where he stands on any issue. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> but uh yeah, it's uh it's it, you know. The, Grassley said, well, go ahead, walk out. We'll 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 have a quorum without you. Um so yeah, there are some technical things about quorum and
1: yeah, I haven't heard any that, that hasn't it's an yeah. unresolved matter.
0: It's one of those things that they probably have some strange technical rules about about uh the whole thing. Um so who knows, you know. One of the problems with the rules committee back in the old days, you know, back in the 60s when America was great, uh, you know, the the southern uh democrats who ran the ran congress We're using all kinds of rules to prevent um, Hmm. legislation from moving forward.